Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter. Hey, you guys. So this episode, I got to speak with Ashley Crittenden, and she is a self-growth coach and host of the A Word Podcast. In this episode, we talk about her struggles with anxiety and depression and how she uses self-healing techniques to live in her power. And I just loved our conversation. She is just so sweet and like real. And I love that everyone's uh, journey with mental health is very different and how they deal with it is different. So I'm hoping that you learned some new stuff today. I definitely did. Uh, And you should definitely follow her on Instagram and check out her podcast for a safe space to learn and discuss mental wellness and just to feel seen and heard. I really hope you guys get a lot out of this conversation. Enjoy. Before we get into the show, I wanted to take a moment to share how I host my podcast using Anchor. It's free and easy to use. You can record and edit using your phone or computer, and then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's super easy to use, and they do the work for you. I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on to the show. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today, Ashley. Will you just take a moment to introduce yourself and tell us who you are? Hi, my name is Ashley Crittenden. I am a self-growth coach. I focus on helping women navigate the emotional shackles that have kind of helped like tied them down their entire life and, you know, has kind of made it hard for them to move forward and, you know, learn how to live in their power and not let past traumas and anxiety and depression and any issues with just the self keep them from, you know, living that life that they deserve, that life that they yearn for. Awesome. I love it. And how did you get into this? It was really based off of my own experiences. For a long time, I struggled with my mental health, anxiety, lack of self-worth, everything like that. And so it inspired me to start taking courses to get certified, to be able to help others. And along that journey, I decided that, you know, I just want to be a self-growth coach and I just want to help people step into, you know, that next step in their lives. Yeah. And will you give us some background on like your own personal struggle with your mental health? Like what did that kind of look like? And like, when did you really realize that you wanted to do something to, you know, work through that? Yeah. So I've been, I struggled for a long time, probably, um, I I was struggling with my mental health before I even realized it because Mm -hmm. in my household and, you know, growing up, um, typical black family structure, we did not talk about mental health. So I didn't know that I was struggling with depression mm-hmm. when I was struggling with depression. I was, I, it, my first, I first had my, um, if now that I know what it is, my first experiences with it was after my grandfather passed. Mm-hmm. And, um, from there it kind of got worse and changed. And I saw different, it shape-shifted. My depression changed as I got older and I started to have issues with, you know, suicidal thoughts and um, very intense emotions that I had never experienced before. 
Yeah. And so, I mean, do you like talk about it now with your family or how, how has that kind of looked like for you? Oh, yes. Um, as an adult now, I have been able to have those conversations and even educate my family on mental health, the importance of the signs and noticing what's going on with you. It's been a very long journey. It was not easy, mm -hmm. especially because we look at different generations. Like, for instance, my grandmother is a, a baby boomer and mm -hmm. That's definitely not something that people really talked about um, when she was growing up. So having to have those conversations and really be like, this is, you know, I'm not weak. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, don't look at me as a burden. You know, I'm struggling and I need your support type of thing. Those are the conversations that we had to have. But now we are in a much better place and they're way more understanding of that realm of mental health. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I totally get it about it just being hard to talk about um, with your family because it's not really spoken of. And I mean, even just like amongst people, I think like now mental health is definitely more of an open conversation, but before like it just really wasn't. And so I'm just, um, you know, like that's why it's part of my mission to talk about mental health. So people don't feel like they're alone. And that's why I love that I have you on here to talk about mental health. And like, that's what you're doing too. So tell me a little bit about like how, like once you really realized that you were struggling with that depression and having those suicidal thoughts and needed to make that change, like what were kind of like your first steps? I tried, I, my initial step was to go to um, therapy. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen several therapists over the course of my life. I just wanted, I went, you know, I just went to Google and it was like, you know, how do I help with the depression? What does, like, what do I do? And from there, I started to realize that there is not a one-stop shop mm -hmm. for getting help with depression, getting help with understanding those suicidal thoughts. I initially went to a therapist. From there, I was put on medication mm -hmm. to help with my depression and my anxiety. But um, I didn't have personally, I know some people have really, really good experiences with medications. I did not. Mm -hmm. My um, medications tended to make me feel more suicidal, um, made me feel really numb. And like I was unable to contribute to my family, like contribute to conversations, just not, not able to be I, I just didn't feel happiness I didn't feel joy it kind of felt like it took everything away so from there I started to research different ways and so that's how I kind of got into the self-healing realm of learning like the importance of doing the inner work with like journaling and things like that yeah yeah and I mean you're totally right about it. it's like not a one-stop shop and like everyone is so different about what works for them and it's I mean, it's a really it's really a process because even like my, myself, like I am on medication and still trying to figure out like what really works and it is such a process. Um, so will you talk a little bit more about like that self-healing and like, what does that actually look like? So self-healing for me looks a lot like journaling, mm -hmm. journaling and breath work has been really, really in meditation, journaling, breath work, and meditations. And there's so many different um, meditations out there on YouTube and they're great podcasts with some great med meditations as well. 
um, learning how to quiet my own mind has really helped me because when I would first start meditations, it would, I would sit there and be like, oh, I'm ready to meditate. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, I couldn't shut my mind off. You know, it was like, oh my gosh, what is the cat doing right now? What's going on outside? Oh, I have to do this. I need to eat later. Like it would be <laughs> so many different things that would pop up into my head. So I had to actively learn how to quiet my mind. And that took a long time. But once I was able to do that and just focus on my breath and meditating, I was able to start having these like conversations with myself. Like, okay, this is, you can do this. And one other with my journaling, I've written a lot of letters to myself, my inner child, um, writing letters to your inner child, writing letters to your parents. And, and you, and I never gave these letters to anybody, but writing letters to people who you felt wronged by all of that, acknowledge, acknowledging those emotions and then finding a source to release them. Yeah. Has been the staple of self-healing for me so journaling like I said writing letters to my parents writing letters to ex-boyfriends writing letters to myself to forgive myself for things that I was holding on to and then just ripping them up yeah it's it's a it's been very freeing for me to do those kinds of things and like I said my breath work being able to learn how to calm myself when I'm getting those really really anxious anxious feelings being able to step back put my feet on the ground and breathe Mm -hmm. has been really really helpful for me as well yeah uh first I really like uh your journaling technique about writing letters to people who have like hurt you and just kind of releasing that because I mean I love journaling but I actually haven't really thought about like writing letters to someone um and like really releasing it that way like when I journal it's more of like my personal thoughts like what's happening currently like but really going back into that, I can see that being really freeing and especially like tearing it up and like burning it and stuff. I think that's awesome. Um, and then, so will you tell me a little bit more about breath work? I mean, I feel like that's something like I hear about, but what exactly is it? And, you know, how is it different from like meditation? So with breath work, you're a lot of people, it's like a, if people call it body scans is something you can do with breath work where you're breathing and you're, you know, taking up, filling your whole body up with the breath, releasing it and paying attention to the parts of your body that are feeling the most amount of stress mm-hmm. or the most amount of tension and trying to guide your breath to those areas. So for me, I carry a lot of stress in my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So if I am sitting here and I'm realizing I'm trying to breathe, trying to relax, I'm realizing that there's a lot of stress and pressure in my shoulders. So I'm trying to take those breaths and release. But also a good technique that I've that has really helped me is breathing in the things that you want for your life, breathing in the things that you desire that you are working for and releasing the things that do not serve you. So actively trying to breathe in, you know, breathing in good feelings, breathing in abundance, breathing in prosperity, exhaling thoughts of limiting beliefs, thoughts of self-doubt, that kind of thing. Just really, so there's, those are the techniques that I really use during my breathwork sessions. 
Yeah, I love it. And you usually do those breathwork sessions like when you are feeling like stress or anxiety or is that kind of like a daily thing? I'm trying to make it a daily thing, but for <laughs> the most part, I will do it. Um, I take at least two to three times out of my week to meditate and mm-hmm. do breath work. So I'll do it then. But specifically when I'm, when I'm starting to realize I'm like, oh, Ashley, you're really stressed. You, you got to do something about this before, <laughs> you know, you have, you like, you blow up or some kind of thing. Uh, that is when I will take a step back and just go sit somewhere quiet and do some breath work yeah no I really like that um I feel like maybe I should give more of this like breath work thing a try because I try to take like deep breaths when I'm feeling like stressed or overwhelmed but sometimes I'm just like I feel like taking a deep breath is like not enough like I know that it will help calm me and like help me refocus but in that moment I'm like I need to do so many things like taking a breath will not help. (laughs) So I think I really like um, what you've shared about the breath work and how that works for you. Um, So what would you like people to know about like dealing with anxiety and depression? Kind of like I said earlier with it just not being it's it's not he basically one phrase that always pops up is that healing is just not linear. Mm -hmm. Right you know, we have to realize that our anxiety and depression is not our fault for one. Yeah. It's not something that we can control. I feel like a lot of people blame themselves for they did something wrong that made them be anxious or made them have issues and struggles with depression, anxiety, but that's not the case. It's not something that we can control, but it is something that we can work towards managing Mm -hmm. so that we can feel better so that we can live the lives that we feel like anxiety and depression might be holding us back from. Yeah. I love that. Um, Yeah. I think it's just like so important to realize that it's not your fault and that it's something that you can kind of work through. And so like as um, a self-growth coach and a self-healing coach, like what does that look like when you work with your clients? So I have a kind of like a five-step process that I go through. Initially, I have a call with my clients to make sure that we are, you know, a good fit for each other. And in that, and I call them real talk sessions. Mm -hmm. So in those real talk sessions, we kind of break down those biggest pain points of what's going on in their life. What is keeping you up at night? What about your mental wellness is keeping you up? And then from there, when we move into the course, we start to, we start in the process. And my first step of the process is called realizing roadblocks. Mm -hmm. So that is understanding what are those things that are keeping you from moving forward, from releasing, from healing. And we go through a lot of exercises and different worksheets with that. And from there, we start to understand emotions, how to acknowledge emotions, how to welcome emotions without letting them take over. Yeah. Um, And then we talk about mindset, how to adapt to that mindset you need to be able to move forward or to accomplish whatever it is. Because I know for me personally, I always felt like my issues with like lack of self-love and anxiety and depression was like, I can't, I can't become this businesswoman or this 
mom that I want to be because of this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's helping to, and so once I change that mindset, I'm trying to help other people do the same. Let's figure out what that root of that issue is so we can do a complete mindset shift into this is how this is how the woman that you are aiming to be this woman that you are yearning to be this is how she thinks and you can think that way we just have to take the steps to get you there yeah um and then moving into internal intimacy where we you get to know yourself a lot of us we know we feel like we know ourselves because it's our body our mind but do we really know do you know what you want do you take the time to spend enough time with yourself to really, really know who you are. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of people think about that. So in that step, we we go through, it's a self-knowledge and self-acceptance and a lot of just self-work. And then finally, it closes with the X factor of self, which is where we create routines, daily routines of keeping those mindsets and keeping those things in place that we have already accomplished Mm -hmm. and then putting them in place and applying them to the goals that we are trying to achieve in our lives. Yeah, I love it. And I'm just kind of curious because like I feel like I have a sense of it, but just like for um, the audience and people listening, like how do you think that um, like working on yourself, like really impacts your life. Um, and like, like, what have you seen as people like who that come to you? Like, how, what does their life kind of like look like when they aren't aware who, of who they are? And like, when they don't have that um, mindset, that's like telling them that they can do it. Like, you know, what does it look like after they've worked with you? After they've worked with me, they have a better sense of understanding of just where they're trying to go. A lot of us don't really know. We know we know in like a path, we know that there's a path we want to go on, but we don't know what that path is. And a lot of times we can't see our true path because we're blocked and we're held down by so many other things. And once, so the whole program is a big releasing session, a big giant let's just release it all. Mm -hmm. And they kind of feel like, you know, they've escaped. Yeah. Like I had one client tell me that she literally feels like she just escaped out of this body that wasn't her own and is now able to move forward. Like now able to work towards what she wants because she doesn't feel weighed down by this particular client had dealt a lot with toxic relationships and bringing Mm -hmm. that on to her and bringing that into every relationship. So she, something she really wanted to do was open herself up to a new relationship, one that was healthier, consisted of good boundaries, healthy boundaries, that kind of thing. So, but she first had to release all of the, the trauma and the feelings from all the toxic relationships that she yeah. hadn't even realized that she was still holding on to. Yeah, I love that. And it's like, I feel like, you know, from like your what you just said of, you know, having that release and escaping from this, it's like, yeah, we're, we can just get so caught up and like doing what we think is normal or how things 
how things um, are supposed to be or look like and not really realize. And, you know, like when, earlier when you talked about like knowing yourself and a lot of us don't take that time to like fully know ourselves, but just having that, like being able to really look inward and know yourself and then like releasing all that stuff that's like not serving you anymore. Um, because yeah, it's like you're, you can be trapped with those things, but then you start to open up. So I really love that. Um, and then you have a podcast as well. Will you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yes. So I started my podcast back in December of 2020. So it's still fairly new, still a baby. Um, My podcast is called The A Word. It is all about mental wellness and kind of breaking down those barriers of mental wellness and issues that, you know, we don't always talk about or might not feel comfortable talking about and stories that we don't you know, always feel comfortable with sharing. Mm -hmm. So right now we have, I have some episodes about, I just released an episode about toxic relationships, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Toxic relationships, um, self-love, creating boundaries. So it's just a space to, because we we have some fun. It's not all serious and (laughs) we we laugh, we joke, but it is just a space to feel free to be exactly who you are those uncensored we're so we're taught so many times to be censored and what we say what we speak about what we are allowed to do according to what society says and my podcast is just a space to be uncensored and just talk about how we feel and how things have impacted us as we go through this crazy life yeah I love it and what kind of like impact do you want to leave you know through your podcast and through the work that you do with people what kind of impact do you want to leave I want people to be able to feel seen Mm. I want people to be able to feel heard like they have a space they have somewhere to go I want my podcast to be somewhere where they turn it on they close their eyes and they feel like their best friend is talking to them about their problems yeah and it's just that comfortable that sense of because you know if we're not comfortable we're not we're not if we're not comfortable speaking about our issues you know we're probably not going to get through them Mm -hmm. but I want to be that comfort for others so that they can make those steps towards you know if they need to go get therapy or they need to go buy a journal so they can start journaling whatever it is I want to be that that comfort space to where okay you know she she can do it she's been doing it so can I Yeah, uh, I absolutely love that. And yeah, I just think the more that we, you know, give people that space um, to be comfortable and get real with what they're going through. I mean, I think it just has, it's just so beneficial for people to feel like they're not alone in what they're going through. Um, So how has being yourself impacted who you are today? It's made it a lot it's really made it a lot easier for me to go forth and try to accomplish my goals. Showing up as myself every single day has not been an easy task to get to. It's been, it's definitely been a huge journey of trying to every day show up energetically as Ashley, as the woman that I 100% am. It it looks like it, it just feels free. 
I, I just don't know any other way, but freedom is the best way to explain it because we are so, we are always taught to be a certain way. Um, women are supposed to behave a certain way as a black woman, black women in particular are supposed to behave a certain way. We're always supposed to be strong. Mm -hmm. We're always supposed to be this. We're always supposed to be that. And it's just nice to be able to show up and just be whoever I want to be. Whoever I feel is showing up as my best self, because people have different versions of what they might think you should be your best version of yourself, but no one knows what their best version of themselves is except for them. Right. I love it. And I'm curious, because you said, you know, showing up energetically every day, like, how do you get into that space? Like, I feel like, especially with dealing with that anxiety, um, it's hard to show up because it just like takes up so, you know, like when you're dealing with anxiety and depression, like it takes a lot of energy to kind of like go to just get to that baseline level. And so how, how do you show up energetically? Like what motivates you to do that? I think it's just my, what I want to accomplish, you know, my, my goals, my aspirations is what helps me show up energetically. Mm -hmm. It helps me see that because when you're living for something that is exactly what you want to do, exactly what you feel like your purpose is, it's a lot easier to show up energetically for something that you know is your purpose versus something that you're just doing because you feel like you have to or Mm -hmm. something that you don't really want to do. So the way I look at it is this is my true purpose. This is what I was put on this earth to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show up for it because it deserves that energy and I don't and I also try to make sure that I'm not giving my energy to spaces and I'm still working on this not giving my energy to spaces that don't deserve it meaning things that I don't like I said don't really want to do (laughs) things that don't align with who I am trying to be as a woman as a mother I, saying no to those, creating boundaries, no, my energy is not going there so that my energy is here and present for the things that deserve it. Yeah, I love it. it. Yeah, boundaries are huge. And I think it's great that like, yeah, once you know what your purpose is and like what you're showing up for, like that is what's going to help you show up and have that energy to show up for it. Uh, so what message do you want to leave with people today? I just want to leave the message of knowing that you are always surrounded by people who will, who are here and and want to help, Mm -hmm. you know, that your anxiety, your depression, your feelings of lack of self-worth or self-love are valid. They are a hundred percent valid. And there are other people that are going through the same exact thing and that you can even if you don't believe it right now, even if it doesn't feel like it today, might not even feel like it tomorrow, but it is possible for you to grow through it Hmm. and continue to step into that next version of yourself. So in one day, you're going to be on that other side of the finish line. You're going to turn around and you're going to look at that self that was struggling so much and you're going to tell them, thank you for what you had to go through so that I can be here. that's so powerful I love that and I love like looking back and saying thank you of like you know going through this process of 
this is how I got here and stuff and acknowledging that. Um, yeah. And just like growing through it. Um, and where can people find you and connect with you? You can find me on, I have my podcast, the A word um, of the, it's called the A word podcast of it. It's on Spotify and on Apple uh, podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at um, Ashley Crittenden underscore XO, or you can find me at my website. It's the A word.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll definitely put all of those links in the show notes so people can connect with you and listen to your podcast and, you know, work with you um, through their own self-healing and stuff. Ashley, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a beautiful time. Thank you for listening to the BU podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and write me a review. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at beautifulchick or on my website, beautifulchick.com. Remember, be you, be beautiful. <laughs>